and welcome back to another episode of HBO Max. I'm McKenna. Joining me as always is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing just fine, Mac. How are you doing? That's great. I'm doing wonderful. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be continuing Lord of the Rings month. This is very exciting. Okay, let me tell you why. I'm watching this and I'm thinking, damn, it's a good year. 2001, good year to be a nerd. Okay, you had Harry Potter. You had Lord of the Rings. You had Star Wars. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like, Ocean's Eleven. I mean that's not a nerd. X Men. Like, yeah, the early the early two thousands was popping off for nerds. That's wild. I'm. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't there. You know. Yeah. Sad. I like, like the quality of this movie for you to be like a nerd, a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and going and watching this. That I mean, pretty pretty sweet. That, this is wonderful. I'm sad. I missed it on a big screen. I can only imagine. Yeah. This this movie's it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me hit you with some facts and figures. We're getting okay. right into it, okay? Fellowship of the Ring came out December 19th, 2001. Budget of $93 million. Box office $898.2 million. It was the second Highest grossing movie of 2001. Harry Potter was the first one. And it, mm, yep. it peaked at number five highest grossing of all time. It's not even on the top 50 anymore. Yeah. But it peaked at number five. Um, it was nominated for 13 Oscars, including Best Picture. And it won Best Cinematography, Best Makeup, Best Original Score, and Best Visual Effects. In 2007... Mm-hmm. It was the only film released in the 21st century on AFI's 100 Greatest American Films uh, in History. In 2001, it was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. A lot of accolades. I believe it it won the BAFTA for Best Film the year it came out. Oh, wow. Even more. Yeah. Holy moly. What in them all? Um, Sir Christopher Lee. Read Lord of the Rings once a year, every year, from since it was published until his death. And he was the only member in the cast and crew to have met J.R.R. Tolkien face to face. He really wanted to play Gandalf. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and like he, he was really, really disappointed he didn't get to play Gandalf and had to settle Aww. to play uh, Saruman. Why did he lose out? I mean, Ian McKellen's great, but like, was there a specific reason why he lost out? Um, I believe that part of it is, is that he's most famous for like his roles as Dracula and stuff. Mm. Like he he spent most of his career doing horror stuff. Right. And so there is the association of him being like a sinister character. And so they didn't want that uh. to be on Gandalf and, you know, instead be on Saruman, who actually is like the sinister wizard. <laughs> it's wild. Is he in yeah. the other two? Uh yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. I like him. And like, I mean, Ian Mc- Ian McKellen is just so perfect as Gandalf. Yes. Like, I I literally can't imagine anybody else being Gandalf. <laughs> He's so cool. We should get him on. <laughs> Cause we have that power. That that would be amazing. <laughs> um, the Fellowship actors took up surfing while in New Zealand, and um, Vigo Mortensen, Mort- Mortensen, Mortensen. 
um, wiped out so bad one time that he bruised half of his face. And so, um, when they were in the mines of Moria, he's only shot from one side <laughs> because the makeup oh. people couldn't get his bruise. You're, we're going to learn this as we go through these movies. Uh, an injury-filled time for Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> Is he? Okay, I know, like, one thing from the Lord of the Rings movie. Is he the guy that kicks the thing and is, like... Kicks the helmet? Yeah, breaks his toe. Out, breaks his toe. I've yeah. seen that scene. I've seen that a lot of times. Yep. Um, He also did his own stunts, and he used a real steel sword instead of the lighter mm-hmm. ones, or foam. Um, Oh! Only that one. That one's my favorite one. Okay, hold on. We're skipping. Um, when Sean Astin um, is running after Frodo slash swimming slash drowning, um, the crew had to pre-check the water for sharp objects, but Sean Astin still stepped on glass that went all the way straight through his foot, and he had to um, be uh, evacuated by helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I've stepped on glass on my foot before and like really oh. messed up my foot. It's mm. terrible. That uh, and I, my my brother too stepped on a jar and almost um, like he he would have bled out. Like they had to like rush him to the hospital and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah it's it's serious down there. Watch when you're in. You gotta be be careful. Oh, I around that. Uh, I, I, that scares me. Yeah. I don't know. If it's, it's, it's honestly like one of the worst experiences of my life was stepping, yeah. stepping on a bottle. Yeah. Did, did you have terrible. to get stitches or anything? Or like... Yeah. I had to get a lot of stitches. <gasps> on the bottom of your foot? Yeah. So I actually like the way that I stepped on the bottle was I st- like the edge of my foot. And so like it was like. No. Yeah. And it was it was a terrible, terrible place to get stitches. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. Is that the only time you've had stitches or? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think so. It's terrible. I got a splinter in my foot last week. <laughs> oh, that'll hurt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you never, you've never gotten stitches, never broken a bone. Oh, I've, I had stitches in my chin when I was okay. a kid. I um, you know those ab roller things? Okay, yeah. The blue ones. I was playing around yeah. with one as a kid, and I slammed my chin into the ground on Mother's Day. Oh wow. Yeah. I still don't know how I did it, but um. I did it. The scar's still there. Um, yeah, hung out Mother's Day. I remember I got Wendy's chicken nuggets afterwards. And I made my parents drive past my aunt's house. Because I did it at my aunt's house. And we missed dessert. And I made them drive past after the, to show me that I did miss dessert. And it was very sad. Because my aunt makes really good dessert. But, you know. I also... I don't know. Did I ever tell you? I, I sprained my ankle playing monkey in the middle in middle school. And I was on crutches for a week. No, you did not tell me that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it happens. It's yeah. I'm I'm surprised I haven't gotten more seriously injured because I'm very clumsy, which is not good. Yeah. I did swallow the screw one time, but you swallowed a screw. Have I not? Wait, have I not told you? I don't think so. I swallowed a screw. Yeah, I know you haven't. T- I know you haven't told this around the podcast at least. <laughs> So, um, when I was, it was, oh no, it was a bad summer. It was the summer of 2012. Um, it was August 11, 2012, because my dad's birthday. And I was trying mm. to fix the Barbie dream house as a good sister does. And I put it, yeah. I was laying on my back and I put the, uh, the screw in my mouth 
And my sister asked me a question, and I opened my mouth to answer, and the screw went down my throat. Yeah, I'll do um, it. So I freak out. My mother freaks out. She calls the doctor. They tell me to eat bread to see if it got stuck in my throat. I was okay. I was just hanging out. I had to get a bunch of x-rays in my stomach, and I just had to wait. Yep. It's not there. Not, not much you can do about it. No. but Stomach acid will eat through almost anything. It's pretty intense. Yeah. It's... Stomach's wild down there. Oh, don't, yeah. I don't need to know. The screw's gone. I don't know. And there's still a missing screw in the do- in the dollhouse. And I never did fix it. Well, yeah, you lost the screw. I lost the screw. <laughs> Can't fix it if you lose the screw. <laughs> no, I know. Exactly. It's very sad. <laughs> um. Oh, my final fun fact. And figure. It's not a figure. Oh, it actually kind of is. New Zealand um, created a, a role in their government called the Minister of the Rings because um, the movies were bringing in so much tourism that they had to figure out how to capitalize on it. So, um, Energy Minister Pete Hodgson was in charge. He was the Minister of the Rings, and he had to figure out what to do with all the money, which was That's about cool. $200 million that it brought in. So Nice. You know. Very nice. There we go. Lord of the Rings. Big thing. Oh my gosh. We saw the thing that's the Lego set, right? We did, yeah, Rivendell. Yes. I yeah. saw it come up and I was like, oh my God. There it is. Yeah. I've seen that in Lego form. I would, oh man, I would really want that Lego set, but it's huge <laughs> and it's expensive. It's uh, as most Lego sets are now. Yeah. Which is very sad. Because like, it comes in like one of those cool black boxes as well. Like You know you're getting an intricate like Lego set. the fancy set. Legos, yeah. It's the fancy. Oh, I really like the, the tiling on, um, in the, on the Lego set. The pretty... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, the, on the roof. Yeah, that's really nice. That's yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> you get a lot of minifigures with that, too. I yeah, think. you get the whole Fellowship. You get Elrond. You get a bunch of people. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at that. Wow. I'm looking at it again. That's got to be a heavy box, too. Wow. Oh, yeah, and it's it's like it's like the most pieces in a Lego set, right? I think so, yeah. Or it's or it's close. It's, it's if it's not it's like yeah, 5,000 pieces or something. Wild. It's already out of stock on the Lego store. Yeah, how much is it? How much is they charging for it? Ooh, let's see here. Uh $500. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Little chunk of change. For some Legos, <laughs> how cool would it look? It would be, it'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> That's like if it comes with stickers, like you got to break out the tweezers to make sure they're all on perfect. Oh yeah, like you got to go the whole shebang. They can't, they can't print that on stickers, right? They got to be giving you special tiles. They better be. They got. It's like, oh my god, like <laughs> yeah, putting those on, like no way, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, it's all, it's all tiled. Oh, that's beautiful. Big fan. Yeah, it's, it's huge. That would hurt my fingers, though. Like, imagine you get one wrong. Like, you're trying to pry it out. Oh, my God, yeah. You gotta get one of those specialty removers, right? Oh, yes, yes. Why? Let me tell you, I'm kind of mad at those because Legos decided putting those in kits or whatever, sets, 
Oh, really? Right when I got out of my Lego phase. I was so mad. <laughs> if I had those when I was a kid, oh my God. Oh, game changer. So I'm like, like when they when they like really stuck together, you were just like, I'm totally like yeah. totally screwed. You're done for. I I and had, a par- I had a part of my teeth. I there are so many teeth marks on my Lego. Right, it destroys a Lego. <laughs> it destroys them. I would also have like a screwdriver nearby just to see, like, and then it would like bend it up a little bit on the end, like on. It would destroy them. Mm-hmm. But what was your favorite Lego set as a kid? I was super into the Star Wars Legos. Oh, those were cool. Because it was like right when the movies were coming out and stuff. And like they had like the the coolest Lego sets. Mm -hmm. Also a little bit into Bionicles. Oh, Bionicles. Okay. Those are fun. Those are fun. I had a bunch of the the Harry Potter sets from. Yeah. Like in the the red packaging. Yeah. I had a good chunk of those. I had a bunch of like the Hogwarts ones. I had the Diagon Alley set. Sweet. I would set up the uh, like the picnic tables and I would set I would set up my own little Harry Potter universe. I I had enough to of Harry Potter cuz it came in every damn set to do like um Battle of the Seven Potters from Deathly Hallows. I was able to do that. That was really fun. Um I don't think I have a Mad Eye Moody, which is very sad. I need a, he'd be a cool like minifigure to have. Um Oh yeah. Like his like his leg and he got a staff and his oh he'd be really cool. Um and then we had a bunch of the Lego City sets. Um which was fun cuz they were everywhere. You could you and, and you could do anything and anywhere in our Lego City basement world. And my sister was into the Lego Friends. I never got into the Lego Friends. There was a I don't know, I did. I, I didn't know about the Lego Friends. That's past my time. That is that was yeah. This is the the girl Legos. They oh. came in purple boxes. <laughs> but they were <laughs> their minifigures were different because it wasn't like they I don't know they were different and I was I didn't like huh. the design as much. I like the standard little yellow mini. I love love uh, a Lego minifig. It's I great too. I have them all in a little plastic baggie down in the basement. Just all hanging out, and you could customize it. I have my own little minifigure that I made of myself that I put in all my Harry Potter things. So there I was. I was at Hogwarts. It was a good time. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Minifigures are great. Um, Hell yeah. You know what's also great? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm bringing back. Oh, my God. These Skittles are making me have, like, a sugar rush. I'm sorry for talking a lot. I, I ate a bunch of Skittles before this. You're you're back into Skittles. I'm back into Skittles. I can't help it. My Skittle bag is depleting, though. I'm going to have to run to the CVS to get another bag. That's that's a reference to a bit that was not in an episode of HBO Max. We just <laughs> no. that's just in a in a clip out. So go go track that down. Yeah, go find it. Yeah, YouTube Shorts. It's a, it's a time. Let me tell you what we have fun here around at HBO Max. Woo. <laughs> um, I'm bringing back. Because I realized I haven't done it in a few weeks. Oh, uh, time till Lord of the Rings. Time till Lord of the Rings. I got time to Fellowship of the Rings. It's one forty-five thirty-three. It's when he says the Fellowship of the Rings. Which it, it's 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 right when the uh, the first disc of the uh, the oh, Blu-ray really? gets over. I was wondering how that. Oh yeah. Up. Well, let me, let me, let me, oh, let me yes, please. We'd love a visual aid. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, boy. 
This is my my Lord of the Rings 4K Blu-ray. Uh, this is a nine-disc set. Holy moly! So each of the theatrical versions are on one disc, mm-hmm. right? Oh. And then each of the extended editions is on two discs. Dude, wow! That's so yeah, you you, you buy this, you get nine discs. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, this one, this one ends right when when Elrond's like, "You and you are the Lord, of, the the Fellowship of the Ring." <laughs> that's a good. That's a good way to place the. Yep, it's it's it, it is it's 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 like the perfect place to split the movie. Hmm. That's actually one thing is like where they split the movie. It's like always is a great job. Of oh, them up. that's very good. Does does um your thing does it come with the the bone con? Any oh, so much, <gasps> so much bone con. So much. I love Bone Con. What, what kind? What kind? You got commentaries? Well, so the, 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 this was the thing about like the extended editions and stuff, which is like the um, the extended editions were like a fan uh, funded thing. Oh. Where like oh. Peter Jackson put it out. was like, hey, we need to raise this much to like let them us do the extended editions and stuff, which it basically it was like like agreeing to like pre-order like the, the extended editions before they came out and stuff. And when you watch the extended edition, um, the credits, they ha- they're all the names of the people who bought that are like in the credits. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. For like funding the extended editions. And so like they did a bunch of documentaries, like, like multiple full documentaries about like, be- of like building like the locations of middle earth and stuff in, in uh, New Zealand about like all the crazy makeup, stuff that they worked with with i think like what a workshop was the ones who did it of like creating the effects for the uh the hobbits for the elves for the cities and all that stuff um i I think it's included on there but like Gollum's not in this movie but like the the tech that they built Mm -hmm. to um to be able to make Gollum was like this massive leap forward in special effects and so there's documentaries about that like it's just like you buy the extended editions it's just all bone con oh bone con Gotta love Bone Con. Um, so the what? I, I the differences between the theatrical and then the extended edition. How, like okay, so like the most notable changes in this yes. movie are at the beginning the the whole concerning hobbits section mm-hmm. where you're seeing more of the Shire at the very beginning. Right. Bill was explaining to you about hobbits, not in the theatrical cut. Oh. Um. Uh. What else is the big thing that gets cut out? Um. I think some of the Boromir stuff gets cut out. Mm-hmm. Let me get a. Let me try to find like a good list of some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's smart. I probably should have looked that up before, but. You know. Okay. Let's get a full list of the ads. Every added scene. Greenrant.com. <laughs> um, I know a lot, of, a lot of it's stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the um the scene where um Elrond has a conversation with Aragon about like him being the the rightful king of Gondor. Mm-hmm. Um that's not in the theatrical version. Um Let's see. Yeah, a a whole bunch of stuff at the beginning about uh about stuff with the hobbits like um Sam's love interest Rosie all that stuff. Um, 
some oh all the all the stuff with Galadriel at the end, like her giving them gifts and stuff. Oh, that's yeah. not in the that's not in the theatrical cut. What? Um, it's it's that's that's what a lot of the stuff is is like the um the stuff they cut out was like the deeper like lore mm-hmm. building because like in the books Galadriel giving them the gifts and stuff that's actually like a huge thing in the story about like what gifts she gives each person like and they 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 change a lot of the gifts too like um she's supposed to give Sam a seed for this magic tree that she doesn't do in this because who cares about the magic tree? We're not doing the scourging of the Shire anyway. Um, but like, uh, yeah, like all the, all, all that stuff is stuff that got added in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, oh, let me tell you what every, because my family, as we know, not into mm-hmm. movies. Yep. And I, Oh, I tried convincing my sister to watch it with me. Then she heard how long it was. And then I was watching the extended edition. She noped out of that very quickly. Um, And my parents said I was insane. But you know what? Worth it. Yeah, Yeah, insane to watch a movie that, like, you know, millions of people watch year every every single year. (laughs) Insane to do that. Insanity. But, like, it's really, like, because I watched it on, on HBO Max and it says the runtime was three forty eight, but it really was only three like thirteen long, or three twenty long credits. Yeah, I didn't realize how long the credits were because it was like and I was like, it seems like the movie's wrapping down, but it's there's still thirty minutes left, and then it cut into credits. Like, yeah. oh, that makes sense now. Um, yeah, I had a great time watching this. It's movie. it's it's a, a puzzle, really, really good movie. I was learning things. I was, they do a great job of explaining a lot of things, which was nice for me. Yes, the, the, the beginning of the movie, I think, is really, really well done. I'm just like, hey, here's the important stuff. Here's what's going down. I do have a question, though. Okay. I have many questions. Um, so, like, that's just... Sauron gets his fingers cut off, and that's that? Or is there more to that? Well, it's... It's... It, it's essentially, yeah. Like, uh, they sever his... So... Sauron put a chunk of his soul into the ring. Mm-hmm. Like a horcrux. So that, so what what it is, here, here's the whole backstory that the, the, the movie did. Because, okay, so the, yeah, the movie doesn't do a really good job of explaining like what everything's going on with Sauron. Mm-hmm. Um, Sauron, way back in like the second age, um, before he had emerged as Sauron, um, he disguised himself as this guy called Anatar, the Lord of Gifts. Um, and then he uh, convinced Celebrimbor, who's like the best elven smith in the world, to help him create these magic rings. And that the magic rings were going to help like, um, like it would give the men eternal life and it would give um, like the dwarves um like um a constant flow of um like keep their minds constantly producing gems and gold and it would help the elves like forests and stuff like that and he, he convinces caliban brimbor to make all these rings secretly he's making the one ring that when he he's able it's tied to all the other rings and so he can use it to possess the minds of so all the all the human kings all the dwarven kings all the elven kings and then he just rules the world because he's in charge of all the kings of all the different races. And so they stop him from doing that. The humans, it's too late for them. All the human kings, they become the ring rays, right? Mm-hmm. 
but the elves they catch on and they're like hell no so they keep their rings right so like elrond has a ring um galadriel has a ring and then there, there's a third ring that's like somebody else has um and so because he's put so much of himself into that ring when they cut off his hand and he's separated from the ring he can't maintain his like corporeal oh. form anymore and he, he's way weaker in power without the ring interesting so is this similar to harry potter where like voldemort tries to kill harry and harry weakens voldemort to a certain extent and then he comes back yes yes if sauron gets the ring he'll be at full power again will he be a like physical person again um, he looks a lot like Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think about. <laughs> he looks like the yeah. Shredder mask. Um, so what, the time period, what time, how long are we going? So Sar- the th- Sauron is initially goes down. What's yeah, the time period that's... between that and Bilbo finding the ring? Thousands of years. Thousands of years. So, yeah. so Gollum. What is it like? Uh, Gollum two two thousand five hundred years is when Gollum finds it, Fine. and then Gollum has the ring for hundreds of years before, um, you know, Bilbo shows up. Wow. Okay. So then, so then what? So from the time when Frodo gets the ring. Yep. To the end of this movie. How long is that? Um, it's a couple months, I think. Oh. It's a lot of a lot of stuff happens. Maybe I I want to say that part of, like it th- these books take place over a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Mhm. And then, like, Sean Bean, Boromir, he's, like, dead, dead? Yeah, dead. Dead. Like, uh, so now, because I, I know Gandalf comes back. I know that. I know he's Gandalf the White then or whatever. I know he's going to come back at some point. I don't know how, but I I know that part. It's so, like, Sean, Sean Bean ain't come. So that there, it's now, I know the fellowship is broken or whatnot. But we're now down to eight people. Seven, technically, without Gandalf. But I know he's going to come back. So he's... Sean Bean's gone! Yep. That's so sad. Um, there will be some flashbacks where you get to see Boromir in the past. Mm-hmm. And um, those are really nice. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. That's so sad. Boromir, Boromir's dead, dead. He's dead, dead? Yep. That's really sad. Okay, and I, I so I have the answer for you. Okay. Um, the actual, so the books take place over 20 years, Whoa! but most of that is this, and this is something completely ignored by the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there is between when, uh, Gandalf leaves on Bilbo's birthday to go research the ring and comes back at 17 years. Okay. Then the main quest takes about 16 to 17 months. And then there's this little, there's this little prologue, like, well, ending 
called The Scourging of the Shire, which isn't in the movies. And that takes place over uh, a few months as well. Interesting. And and then like the, the endings like that. You know, we'll get to the endings because it's like, yeah, it wraps up like everything. There's like oh. five endings to these movies. Oh, boy. Um, and yeah, so all that takes. So, yeah, 20 years is essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the main thing you care about, that's about a, a little like a year and a half. A year and a half. OK, that's not terrible. Exhausting. Not terrible. Um, so, so then why did Gandalf just show up then during Bilbo's birthday? Like, because, you know, him, him and Bilbo are friends. He's, he's just there to like help. He's oh, going to do the fireworks. Yeah. He's oh, just hanging out. That's fun. He's does just having he, a good time. Does he come every year? Because like Frodo and him and Gandalf seemed friendly. So like, has Frodo met Gandalf before? Or has um, he only just heard about him through he's Bilbo? He's met him once or twice before. Mm. But Gandalf, the, the Gandalf doesn't come to the Shire very often. Just hanging out. Oh, that's nice of Gandalf. Yep. Pretty sweet. So why did... So Bilbo, he leaves. Why Mm -hmm. is it to write... Why does he leave? To write his book and, like, get away from the ring? Or, like, what? So it's a couple... It's a a couple things. Okay. So, one, he's writing his book. Right. Uh, Two, he's getting towards the end of his life, and he's sort of, like, he's come back from The Hobbit... And he's like known in the Shire as the guy who had a bunch of adventures, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and he's like, you know, he's a, like an adventurous hobbit now and stuff. And so, before he, he wants to go out and see the mountains and stuff again before he dies, Aww. and he wants to go, um, he wants to spend the end of his years in Rivendell, where mm-hmm. he hung out in the Hobbit, and it's like the the coolest place in the world. So Aww. that's where he wants to. That's where he wants to like spend his last couple of years, um, but secretly. The real reason, well, and partially the real reason that he's leaving the Shire is because the ring is convincing him to leave the Shire. Oh. The ring knows that Sauron is getting back into strength, and the ring wants to be reunited with Sauron. So the ring is convincing Bilbo, hey, go out to the mount, go go out to the Misty Mountains, go see the mountains again. Go out there where he'll get caught and they'll take oh. the ring from him. Oh my god. So is there some kind of tracker on the ring? Like, I know Gollum is, like, going after him. Because he, can he, like, sense it and, like, know where it is? Like, does he have yeah, to the ring, GPS? the ring is calling out to them. He's calling... Yeah, because the, the ring is, like, possessed Gollum's mind. Mm-hmm. So the ring can always sort of get Gollum to, like, like reach out magically to it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... Tracking why Sauron, when when somebody's wearing the ring, Sauron knows where they are because they enter the um, this sort of like uh, shadow realm thing. That's what you see when Frodo puts on the ring and everything gets yeah. black and super yeah. fucking windy. Yeah. Um, um, that is that is him entering a different like dimension. Oh, that's like a spirit, like a, a an ethereal plane where. That, that's why Sauron can see because Sauron is always in that ethereal plane. He's always. Oh my god. So, mm, this is like Harry Potter then. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like, I was getting. I know the Lord of the Rings came out before Harry Potter, but I know more about Harry Potter. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, this is. Because, like, even, like, with the voice and everything, and, like, oh, it's all. I, I've got it. I've got it all down. 
I know what everything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, tell me more about Aragorn, please. Because, like, I messaged you. I thought he was Legolas the entire time, so I was really confused about... I didn't pick up that... I was like, that's Orlando Bloom's here. I thought... Well, okay, wait, no. Let me start over. Okay. When they were like, oh, this is Aragorn, I was like, wow. Orlando Bloom looks different than what I remember. I thought he was supposed to have blonde yeah. hair. And I was like, oh, maybe this later in the movie. I don't really know. And I kind of blacked out when they talked about who, like, who he was and, like, Liv Tyler and, like, her significance. Because I was so yeah. concerned about this whole, like, trying to find who Legolas was versus Aragorn and trying to separate them in my mind. I missed that. Okay. So Aragorn is descended of the kings of Gondor. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole thing that happened with uh, Aragorn's dad. Um, uh, Aragorn is, well, it, it goes further back than just being like the kings of Gondor. Uh, Aragorn is one of the last living people whose bloodline goes back to Numenor, which is this, uh, this continent out in like the east that where the first age happened and that's where like um that's where the elves are from and it's where uh Sauron um originally was messing stuff up when everything went down them defeating Melkor Numenor got sunk into the like the ocean like Atlantis style oh my god and so there's very few people from like Numenor still kicking around and they're like and so like um Aragorn's super old um i'm trying to try he, he he mentions how old he is in the next movie and he's 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 like yeah he's like super old because he, they're like numenorians are like better than humans like they mm-hmm. live longer they're stronger all that stuff mm-hmm. um i can't remember specifically what happened but for some reason like some stuff went down with the kings of gondor and like uh aragorn's father like fucked off and um aragorn was raised by um Elrond and his brother. Um, and so he was raised by the elves and that's why he knows um, oh. Arwen from, you know, she is um, Elrond's daughter and uh, Galadriel's niece. Galadriel, Galadriel is Elrond's half brother, I think. Or half sister. Um, Elrond's a half elf. Only, only half of an elf. Um, but so, uh, Aragorn doesn't really feel like being king. He's raised with the elves. He's hung out with Legolas and stuff when he was growing up. So he's just been out doing like being a ranger, doing what like, and like doing, doing good around. Like, um, at the beginning of the movie, when Gandalf says that he tried to track down, um, uh, Gollum and that the, the people of Mordor got to Gollum first, uh, Gandalf used Aragorn to track down um, mm. Gollum, so he's just he's been out there doing shit for a while mm. as just a ranger. Um, but yeah, that that's his deal. Oh, so is it a coincidence that he's in the same pub, the Prancing Pony, or is it because did he know that they were coming? Um, I don't. Th- think that he did but i think he was aware of gandalf's mission 
but I'm not 100% sure. It might be a coincidence. Hmm. Wow, hell of a coincidence, let me tell you. Um, so, sorry, I'm sucking on some Skittles again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked this earlier when you're talking about all the different rings. So, oh wait, never mind. You already answered. I got Skittles stuck in my throat. Hold on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't... They don't go down too easy. Um, never mind. That question was already answered. Forget I said that. Um, okay. Oh, no. I just have another note about how very it's very reminiscent of Voldemort. Because, like... Yeah, no. We already talked about that. I'm, I'm going to talk about it again. Because I was thinking the entire time, I'm like, damn... It's just like a Voldemort was talking, like, at Hogwarts, at the end, in Deathly Hollows, And, like, how he talked to Harry. And how he's, like, given... He's just hanging out in Harry's mind. But it's this giant orange eye hanging out with Elijah Wood. Man, I would love to... We should get Elijah Wood on this podcast. I, really, I would love to get Elijah. He's awesome. He seems like a really cool guy. I shouldn't eat yeah. Skittles in the middle of this podcast. Um... <laughs> They're just so tiny. And see, it's sharing size. I haven't shared these. Not sharing that with nobody. Mm-mm. Bite-sized candy? Huh. That's the serving size. Hmm. Like five? 27 pieces! Oh, wow. 16 serving. What's 16 well, times 20? how many... Hmm? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, is, is that the serving size for one person? Or is it for because it's shareable size? Is that... Oh, that's a good... That's the serving good. size for multiple people. For the bowl. Um, that's 432 pieces-ish. I should have counted these. Um, um, sorry, I'm looking at the nutri nutrition facts now. Um, what? Okay. So, they're on the snowy mountain... Yep. And then they got to go to the mines. Yes. It, it, how, so, Gimli, how was uh -huh. it, so how, um, what, how, what, connect, so, uh, Gimli, is it, like, relatives? Well, how's Gimli connected to the mines? Yes. Okay. So, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. The mines of Moria are old really really old mm -hmm. like that like back before the first time they fought sauron oh. that was like the best dwarven city mm -hmm. right and it was ruled by this uh by king durin uh um and they dug so deep into the mines that they accidentally woke up the balrog which the balrog is like um like a super powerful like essentially like um like right below sauron in like the order of melkor's army like oh, super wow. like um they're like because gandalf is like an angel from like another world mm -hmm. they're like basically evil versions of gandalf archangels yeah like uh they're 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 like the 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 people the the Maiar who like went over and went with melkor um so Balrog completely destroyed that entire um, dwarven city, killed everybody there, ruined the city. Nobody will go back there. 
various times throughout history, a uh, a dwarf has gone and tried to rebuild the city in those mines. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most recent to become like the possessor of the mines was Balin from The Hobbit. Balin is Gimli's nephew. I mean, uh, uncle. So he's like, hey, because because he's he's the son of Gloin, who's one of like the main hobbits from The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. So he he's like high up there, dwarven royalty. He's like, hey, we go see my cousin, who's the king here. He's just gonna let us through. We have a we have a great we have a big party when we get there, all that stuff. But the goblins have like come and killed everybody in that city, taken over the city. So, oh, oh, that's sad. Because they didn't. Because because that's how you like like. Uh, you know, like um, Sauron's like back, back. So the goblins are going, they're taking over everything in, in the Misty Mountains, all that stuff. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't know that the city had been taken over yet. Interesting. So are the hostile creatures, are they becoming more hostile as Sauron is growing more powerful? Yeah, because he, uh, Sauron's like, he's waging a war. And so he's he is he's building an army and taking over parts of place, places where like like the Misty Mountains are like in the right. Hobbit. That's where they find the spiders and that's where they find the Goblin King and all that stuff. It's like a bunch of dark forces live in the Misty Mountains. So they're like taking over and conquering that entire area to like shore up their forces. So, oh, Lord. So like does Sauron want to take over all of Middle Earth? Oh, God. That's the game plan. That's the game plan. That's a hell of a game plan. I, hmm. So I wanna, I'm gonna circle, well, not circle. I'm gonna go to something more light. Man, I really okay. wanna be a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, being a hobbit seems awesome. They seem like so much fun. They're just hanging around, doing a little bit of gardening, maybe doing a little bit of work, reading the books, smoking, drinking. Every night, you know, going out to the bar with all your friends every night. Seems awesome. Having parties with fireworks. Like, it seems great. And the Shire, the Shire is like the best place in the world, too. So That seems so lovely. Like, do they get into, like, does the Shire, like, get into tussles? Or Um, are they kept alone? So, so the hobbits don't mess with anybody. Nobody really messes with the hobbits. Um, the thing that gets cut out of these movies at the end is, um, it's like at the end of these movies, like um, in the end of the book, the the Shire is like messed up. It gets like destroyed. Oh no! Um, because like what what the Shire is is like um, so J.R.R. Tolkien grew up in like a rural province in England, right? Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what the Shire is, is like the community that he grew up in out in the middle of England, you know, back in the olden days. Um, And part of what Lord of the Rings is about, like the overall theme is because J.R.R. Tolkien fought in the First World War. Okay. And so he left his home to go fight in the war and came back and like everything had been industrialized for the war. Mm -hmm. And so like essentially, you know, the Shire got destroyed. That's that's kind of what like the majority of like the series is actually about is reflecting like the first world war. Oh, whoa. It's yeah. He will, he will try to claim, well, he did very much try to claim that like 
it's not about the world war. He he doesn't believe in like analogy and metaphor in his works. Like he's like the story is the story. It's not about me. It's not like don't read anything deeper into it, but it's very obvious to look at and be like, no, this is about the first world war. Like um J.R.R. Tolkien like fought in one of the worst battles the English army ever fought in where a bunch of um a bunch of soldiers got like sunk into mud and like drowned in this like bog. And then when we get to the uh, like the third or second book it's like they literally like Frodo and Sam go through a bog of drowned soldiers and it's like yeah I'm sure I'm sure none of your experience had any in, in influence on the work JR no, nothing oh god um no I don't want to be spoiled I'm sure this is going to be a question that's going to be answered um about the fellowship like getting the band back together um Cause surely they they gotta save they they gotta oh they gotta save what Pippin and Mary they gotta, gotta save, save Mary and Pippin yeah like they get taken do they take do the orcs take them because they think they have the ring yeah he because te- uh, Saruman tells them hey the hobbits have the a thing hobbits. and they see the hobbits and they're they like we're going after the, the hobbits hobbits it's, oh no. But the oh man! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm uh, wow! It's I'm, one of the reasons why like Mary, Mary. I mean, Pippin, Pippin's like my favorite character in the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings because of the whole story that goes on with Pippin. But like Mary's just a straight up badass from the beginning of this movie, <laughs> and it's so cool when like he sees Frodo. He's like Frodo's gonna leave, and he sees the things. And he's like, oh. We need to pretend that we have the ring and we need to like run away from these orcs right now. Like no, no, no second thought in his brain at all. He's just like immediately willing to get himself killed by orcs to save Frodo. It's, it's adorable. And then when they run, when they first run into Merry and Pippin, when they're leaving the Shire and like Frodo's like, hey, I don't, I can't t- talk about it, but we have to like, we have to get out. And, and Mar- Mary's just immediately like, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. He's, he's awesome. They're great. I love them. They're they're probably two of my favorites. I think thus they're, far. They 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 go through my favorite like story in the, in the book. Like they get to do all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, good for them. That's. Are they? They're the ones. Are they the ones that are the tallest of the hobbits? Yeah, they they them? become the tallest hobbits in history. Wow. Does that is that like? From the get-go, or does something happen that the guild would tell us? No, um, actually, no, we're watching the extended edition, so you'll see it happen. It's not an important thing, but, like, uh, yeah, it'll happen in the next book. Oh, okay. Oh, boy! Oh, I love the extended editions. This is exciting. We get to learn all the things. Yeah, that, 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 uh, the extended editions are so much better, because it, like, the, the movie's already cut out so much mm-hmm. that it's, like, yeah, like, give, give me some of that stuff. <laughs> Like I was watching this and I was like, I don't know what you could cut out from this. It feels that's that's what surprises me about it is because like the concerning Hobbit stuff at the beginning feels so necessary to the story. Mm-hmm. And like the stuff that the stuff that they choose to cut out is really strange because it's like it's almost the opposite of the stuff you would cut out if it was a different series. Because mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you cut out like the explanation that. Aragorn is the king and why he's the king and you cut that out of a move like return of the king is coming up and like if you watch the theatrical cuts you're just like why is he king now what <laughs> why is everybody why is everybody decide this guy's king I do I do know that part 
because that the the paint Lord of the Rings in ninety nine seconds because it ends with um, Aragorn sits on his throne. Middle Earth Middle Earth is saved by the smallest of things in the Lord of the Rings. That's the only line that I remember from that. I did watch. I watched the the because they break he breaks it up and he shows like a little cue card that says which movie. He goes through when, which movie when. So I did watch the little Fellowship of the Ring part. I was like, oh, I get it all now. <laughs> I didn't watch anything beyond that. I only watched the first 33 seconds. But I'm excited to watch the last 66 and know all the things. So I know Aragorn. He's the king. But, which is why I was so confused as well. Because I thought this whole time I had Legolas pictured in my mind. That he was the king. I was like, oh, I saw him come up. I was like, wait, oh. but did you know the name Legolas? I did. I knew Legolas and, and so you just, like, they, they just, had two names. I guess I just never thought about it. A lot of the characters in Lord of the Rings have two names. Oh, maybe that's yeah. Names are a big thing in Lord of the Rings. I was ahead of the game. Yeah, because don't Merry and Pippin. Do they have different names? Or am I well, uh, Pip Pippin is short for Peregrine. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of them. Um. And then uh, I don't think Mar- Mary is short for something too, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it's uh, oh, uh, Mary Doc Brandybuck is his. Oh, that's an awesome name. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, like like um, Gandalf isn't really Gandalf's name. Um, it, Gandalf is the name of like. Because he's like an angel who had right. to take a physical form mm-hmm. to enter Middle Earth, and that physical form is named Gandalf the Grey. But um, uh, what is Gandalf's actual name? Um, um, let's. See. Oh well, actually, like this is another thing that you you have to get into the books in order in order for this to be a thing. It's not in the movies, but like Gandalf, uh, each of the races has a different name for Gandalf. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and most most of them mean like a wanderer or um, mm-hmm. um, uh, staff man is, is what somebody oh, calls him. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, yeah, like everybody has a different different. I can't. Yeah, I can't seem to find out what his his OG name is. Something with an M. I know that. <laughs> We'll get there. Maybe next week we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it figured out. You'll get it figured out. Nika, you have to search the internet. Um, no, I'm... Olorin. His name is Olorin. Silent That's M? what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's O-L-O with uh, like a little yeah. guy over it. R-I-N. Oh, that's a cool name. Big fan. Everyone's got cool names. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Aragorn's dope. Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gimli, son of Gloin. Gloin. Samwise Gamgee. All-time banger Such of a name. a good name. <sighs> Frodo. <laughs> I, I Boromir. Gor- I will say I'm still getting caught up between Bilbo versus Frodo, which is why I do pause every time before I say them just to make sure I know I'm saying the right person. <laughs> Martin Freeman or Elijah Wood. Uh, I hit my lamp. It's shaken. Okay. 
Sorry. Um, I, I, I think, I mean, okay, we're one movie in, but I think I will go back and watch The Hobbit. I don't know. I said, I, the Martin I, Freeman Hobbits? Yeah. I know you said it wasn't that great, but I, I, I feel the, um, obsessiveness brewing in my mind and I'm gonna want to consume as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Read the books. Read the books. Read the books. I do need to read the books. Yeah. Do you recommend um, three individual books for Lord of the Rings, or one that is all bound into one? I guess it doesn't really matter. But like, so, so my favorite edition is the 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 illustrated edition they came out with last year, the hardcover. That's all all the books in one. Okay. Um, I think they probably still have it at your Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm um it's it's beautiful um it's it's a great looking book Mm -hmm. Uh, the illustrations are awesome the design of the book they did really really good um i'll tell you this mckenna though you if you didn't want to get it physically though you could get it on audible really yeah and you know we have a deal with audible where if you go to audible.com slash trial slash hbo max h hbo m-a-k-s uh you can get one free month of audible and uh the book that you get in that free month mckenna you get to keep it even if you don't do the audible. So you can do Lord of the Rings read by Andy Serkis. You could do that, Fellowship of the Ring. Lock that in. Maybe start at The Hobbit if you wanted to. But I bet that would actually be a pretty good way to read the books because I think I, I think you might be, um, if you're more engaged by audiobooks, then like, you know, this is really dense material, uh, Lord of the Rings. A lot of weird words in it sometimes that are hard to read and stuff. So audiobooks might be a good way to go. And so you can just go to uh, Audible tri- audible.com slash trial slash HBO Max, M-A-K-S, all lowercase. Audible.com slash trial slash HBO Max. That was brilliant. Let me tell you what. I, I think I would be a big fan of audiobooks because I can't... Uh, I No, I can't eat another Skittle. Um, I'm, I was looking at him. I, I don't pronounce words correctly. Um, I, I pronounce them in my head differently than how is. Yeah. Colloquially hmm, said by everybody else. Um, sync audiobooks would help me, especially with Lord of the Rings, because I imagine I will not pronounce them in my head correctly. <laughs> Yeah, I bet that might be. I I imagine that could be a bit tough. Yeah, it's like, how do you how do you pronounce Palantir? Palantir. <laughs> See, like you you're gonna say that, and then I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna think it's something completely different until <laughs> it's said aloud, and I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. I'm just adding extra syllables that don't need to be added in. Um. Oh my god. How do you pronounce Lothlorien? Lo- <laughs> yes. That is a question that I will be asking myself. I do now I I think I might have mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Cuz I figured it out. Okay. There was a word that I was trying to think of that I pronounced differently when I said it out loud than is Right, right. Okay, I remember this. Someone corrected me. It was um albeit a l b e i t. Oh, you're saying albeit? Yes. <laughs> and um, I didn't know because that was my first year of college. So I spent 18 years of my life thinking 
like knowing the word albeit, but not realizing it was spelled that way and not mm. knowing. Oh, well, this just came up in code names, right? Because we were playing mm-hmm. code names earlier today uh, for the streamer decathlon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so the, the way we're doing it, like Codemasters, they got to type everything. They can't right. talk to us at all because oh. they don't want anybody giving away any extra clues or anything. Mm-hmm. And one of the words that they put down was um, soiree. And you could have given me a thousand tries to spell that word, McKenna, and I wouldn't have gotten it right a single time. Dude, do you have the spelling up? Can I try to spell it? Uh, yeah, give me give me a spelling of soiree. Soiree. S-O-I-R-E-E. Soiree. You, you nailed it. Did I really? You nailed it. Put me uh, in the spelling. There is, there, there is a little is uh, Enya. Mm-hmm. Or oh. whatever you call it. Okay. I don't. I don't know the difference between. I think it's an Enya. Um, but yeah, that's that's how you spell soiree. And I would have, I would have put a W after S every single time if you gave me a thousand tries. I would have done it a thousand times. Or I would have done a U before mm-hmm. I did an O. I would have never have gotten that right. Oh. Like they put the word, and I thought because like they had like disconnected or whatever and come back, and it was like a late late them getting it in and so i thought like oh did they misspell it like well i don't know what this is i was blown away you know what words that always get me is luau like a a hawaiian luau because it's i don't know there's i don't know what vowels it is i know it starts with an l and then there's a u maybe in there and like, it's, you see, it, the, the the problem with luau is that it seems is that there's more letters in it than you need to actually yeah. like. Because I just want to put like L U A, right? And maybe exactly. like an O in there, but it yeah. feels like there's way more letters. Yeah. In there. And guess what? That comes up in crossword puzzles more than you may think, and I still can't Does spell it? it. Yeah, it's like I, I just I don't know. And also lieutenant. Well, not that doesn't come up in crosswords a lot. I just can't spell lieutenant. There's a bunch of. I was always surprised to find out that like uh, lieutenant was the same word as lieutenant. They just pronounce it stupid. Really? Yeah. Oh. That interesting. Yeah. We're English. Hmm. Not English is wild. Oh, because because all all military ranks are French. Oh, Pretty much, sense. because fr- France had the most dominant army in, in in the world for like, you know, most of the time when we were hanging around with the English language. Mm-hmm. So, um, pretty much, yeah, every, every every like sergeant, lieutenant. The reason they're all spelt kind of weird is because they're French. French. Wow. And and, and uh, because because France was such a dominant military. Um, New countries like the United States did this when they were starting out. They would hire the French to come over and train their their armies, and like establish their military like uh, mm-hmm. hierarchy and all that stuff. So yeah, it's all French. It's all French. French all it's the all way French. down. Yeah, like like literally so like uh, so much about like uh, modern warfare and like well like from like you know seventeen hundreds <laughs> to now. It's like the uniform designs are based off of like French designs. Like everything's based in France. Because they had such a powerful uh, army, wow. but not a powerful navy, McKenna. No. Mm-hmm. That's why all, all and all all of our navy stuff is based off the English motherfuckers. That's why it's all admirals. <laughs> That's why it's all. 
That's why it's all all different stuff. It's because it's based oh, in a totally I different language. I never thought about that. I think oh, that makes a lot of sense. I yeah, I did. Wow, because I learned, of course, all the ranks when I watched Mash. And oh I, yeah, yeah, of course. Where does Admiral come into play? Like, where yeah, no, is that's that the in? Navy. Admiral's the Navy. What is that equivalent? General. General? Yeah. Wow. I, this is wild. I am not up to snuff on my military history, clearly. I don't know what's... Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. Um. <laughs> and there you go. Random fact for you in the middle of the episode. Yeah. We love random facts. Um, and you know what? people find you on the internet oh wait do you have any final concluding thoughts on the lord of the rings fellowship of the um Ring? this movie is so fucking good it is very good. uh i know i'm we're throughout all three of these movies i'm gonna be talking a lot of shit about stuff that they cut from the books all that <laughs> stuff at the section that back in the day when we were doing harry potter movie magic time we would call the gripes, the gripes. i will be having quite a few yes! i will be having gripes um Gripes in this one. I don't like that they cut out uh, the Tom Bombadil stuff. I don't fucking care that it's boring. Fight me. It needs to be in there. It's important. Give it a refocus there. I don't know yeah, what that was about. I'm gonna, uh, you keep talking. I'm going to figure this um, out. They, they change where uh, Merry and Pippin get their swords from. Oh. That's not cool. No. I agree. Um, because it's going to matter later. Um, they they instead have uh, Galadriel gift them their swords. They change some of the gifts Galadriel gives them. That's a gripe. You got to give Sam. You got to give Sam the seed for the the magic tree. It's important. We need the magic. Because afterwards they they come back. The Shire's all messed up, right? Like the, right. the all, all the all the plants have been poisoned. They've like wiped out all the forests and stuff. And Sam regrows the magic tree in the Shire, and it's the last magic tree in in Middle Earth. Oh wow. Because, because, and this this is another thing that's not going to cover. But the, the, all the elves are leaving. They're they're leaving Middle Earth. They're going back east. Um, the reason they're doing that is because the mat, like the magic, is leaving the world. And so, um, so like Galadriel has a ring of power, right? She shows it to Frodo. She's right. like, "You're, uh, I'm also a ring bearer. You're a ring bearer. Elrond is a ring bearer." The reason those elven cities exist, like they are still is only because of the ring. The ring is the only thing that's powering, keeping the magic in those cities mm -hmm. and stuff. And so all the elves are leaving and they're taking some of the magic with them and the magic's fading from the world. So once in the books, Galadriel and Elrond leave, all the forests, they're not magic anymore. No magic forests. No magic forests. That sounds really sad. Not yeah, it, 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 that is like the overall theme of... Um, um, the long decline is what I think uh, Tolkien calls it, which is yeah, yeah like slowly over time, all the magic's leaving the world, all this stuff, and yeah, oh. bit depressing. Um, uh, my my favorite my favorite bit of this movie, McKenna, it's it's, it's all time one of the coolest scenes in any movie is when Gandalf is facing off against the Balrog, yeah. and he does the I'm the servant of the secret fire, wielder of the flame of Anor. The dark light will not avail you. Flame of Undoon. It's so fucking cool. It gets me jacked up every time I see it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited 
Because I, I don't know the specifications of how Gandalf comes back. They don't explain it at all. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great. So we can explain. I can explain it to you now or we can explain it next episode. But the movies do not explain it at all. Let I think I'm going to wait because I want to see we'll it so I can we'll... maybe imagine something. I don't know. Okay. I'll we'll see what you come up with when watching the movie, and then I'll tell you what the actual answer is. Make a note. Hold on. Gandalf. Gandalf, no. I'm not going to know what this yeah. means next week. So that is Because that is going to be my biggest gripe when we get to the next movie, okay. is that they, for some reason, don't fucking explain how <laughs> Gandalf comes back at all. Don't even bother to give an explanation. Okay, I'm glad you told that to me now because it, that probably would have been a thing that I would have texted you earlier begging <laughs> you for information because I would have been <laughs> outraged. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is great. I love the music. Oh, my God. The this music is, is amazing. Phenomenal. Uh, uh, incredible, incredible score in this movie. All just the nature shots of New Zealand. Like, man, what a pretty place. We need to go. We should go to New Zealand. We should. We should. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes. I want to see. I expect by the time we get to New Zealand, I will be an expert on all things Lord of the Rings. So I will know what's going on. Nice. So. Very nice. We're going to do bus tours. We're going to do. Oh, yeah. We're going to we're going to go to we're going to go to the, the Hobbiton. We're going to go. See the all the stuff. Yes, all of the stuff. All of the stuff. And it's going to be very exciting. We're going to be like, this is where the this is where the thing happened in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, and if you want to see us do that one day, you should subscribe to the YouTube channel. You should follow us on the mm -hmm. Twitter, HBO Max, HBO M A K S. You should hit the bell. Brandon, where can people find you? I know I did things out of order. I'll circle back to the, the things, but where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitch. Uh, I'm streaming like almost every day, playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jose Ruckus. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. That's uh, Jose Ruckus on Twitter. And I do the TikToks. I tick Woo. the talks. So Jose Ruckus on all the things. Talking the ticks. Um, yes. Follow me on Twitter at PowderPants212. Follow the podcast, like I already said, HBO Max, HBO M-A-K-S. Subscribe, like, hit the bell, comment. Brandon, what should people comment this week? Um, They should comment who your favorite member of the, uh, the Fellowship is. Ooh. Mine is Pippin. Yeah, that's fun. I think mine's Merry or Pippin as well. The I blasted think. fool of a took, as Gandalf calls him. <laughs> <laughs> and then tells himself to throw himself down a well. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, or Sam, because I like Sean Aston. Yeah, I, Sam's, I like, Sam's I like his amazing. loyalty. He seems pretty cool. They, I mean, they're all very lawyer, loyal. But like... Sam almost drowned. I mean, I get Mary Pippin also got taken by... Everyone's very loyal, okay? Yep. Except for Boromir, unfortunately. Poor <sighs> Boromir. I'm sad. Because I... I mean, he was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. At the end... Oh, my God. At the end, when um, 
the when uh he does the uh I would have followed you, my uh, my brother, my captain, my king. I tear up at that every single time I watch. I've seen it so many times, but it's so sad because he's ah Boromir is such a sad character because he he he's he's like he's like dying and he like all he can do is feel bad about that he like the ring took over his mind because he's he is a like a, this a lot of the Boromir stuff gets cut out of the uh, theatrical versions. And so in the theatrical versions, it makes Boromir a way more sinister character. And so a lot of people are like, fuck Boromir. It's like, no, it's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Justice for Boromir. Oh. And he gets I'm... shot like five times. It's so sad. Trying to protect Mary and Pippin. It's so sad. It's so sad, Sean Bean. Um. Um. I don't. How do I close out this puck? Um, do you have comment? The, the, we did, we did all that. What, what what's your tagline gonna be for this one? My tagline. Your little stinger. Yeah. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I like it. 